Why was the BioNTech-slash-Pfizer mRNA vaccine not recalled in February 2021? Commentary This is such a straightforward, open-and-shut case. At least it looks like one to me. According to Stat News, on May 5, 2022, the JNJ adenovirus COVID vaccine was limited to people 18 and older who cannot take one of the other available vaccines for medical reasons, or who simply will not agree to be vaccinated with one of the messenger RNA vaccines made by Moderna and by Pfizer and its partner BioNTech. The reason? Peter Marks, the FDA's vaccine's lead, told STAT the agency reached its decision after a recent review of the data on the vaccine revealed another person in this country had died after receiving it the ninth such death in the first quarter of the year. If we see deaths and there is an alternative vaccine that is not associated with deaths but is associated with similar efficacy, we felt it was time at this point to make a statement on the fact sheet that this was not a first-line vaccine, said Marx. With one death for every two million doses given in this country, the FDA decided that is a risk most people don't need to take, Mark said. Nine deaths. Compared to an alternative vaccine that is not associated with deaths a statement made on May 5, 2022. Let's look at one such alternative vaccine. A document dated February 28, 2021, recently brought to my attention by a brownstone reader presents an analysis of post-authorization adverse event reports on the BioNTech-slash-Pfizer COVID vaccine, as requested by the FDA for Pfizer-slash-BioNTech's biologics license application. This report, marked confidential but publicly available on phmpt.org, is dated just three months after the first temporary authorization for emergency supply on December 1, 2020 which is when the UK gave emergency use authorization to the product. In the report, we see that there were 1,223 deaths among the 42,086 total cases analyzed in the report. Note, the total case number is not the number of people who received the vaccine. It is also not the number of people in a clinical trial. It is the number of adverse event cases that were analyzed by Pfizer on behalf of BioNTech after the product had been administered internationally for three months. Over 1,000 deaths in the first three months of administration. The actual number of doses that had been shipped when the report was published is redacted. The number that had been administered up to that date is not reported. Pfizer's Discussion the data do not reveal any novel safety concerns or risks requiring label changes and support a favorable benefit-risk profile of the BNT162B2 vaccine. Note, I'm guessing that the key word here, for legal purposes, is novel. They must have already known about all the adverse events in this report, including death, before the product was authorized and distributed, so technically this report does not include anything novel or new. Pfizer's Summary and Conclusion Review of the available data for this cumulative PM experience confirms a favorable benefit, risk balance for BNT162B2. Note, there is no discussion of any benefits in the report. My Conclusion Distribution of the JNJ shot was limited and the label was changed after nine associated deaths. The alternatives were supposedly not associated with deaths. 
but a report after just three months of the initial authorization of one of the two main alternatives shows over 1,000 deaths. It sure seems like the BioNTech-Pfizer vaccine, for an undisclosed reason, was privileged over the J&J product by regulators, such that even more than 1,000 deaths in three months were not considered a novel safety concern or risk requiring label changes. Not to mention withdrawing the product from the market. My hypothesis. I believe the BioNTech and Moderna COVID mRNA vaccines were predetermined as the only COVID vaccine products that would be not just aggressively marketed by the public health and regulatory bodies themselves, but also the only products that would remain on the market regardless of any reported adverse events, including thousands of deaths. The reason for this, I surmise, is that those two products were designed in tandem by the International Biowarfare-Biodefense Network that ran the entire COVID pandemic and response. The Biowarfare Network was so hell-bent on demonstrating the safety and efficacy of its precious mRNA platform that nothing could stand in the way of these products especially not reports of their total lack of efficacy and jaw-droppingly horrendous safety profile. Read more about who was in charge of the pandemic response. Read more about mRNA vaccine products and the biodefense industry. From the Brownstone Institute.